Thank you so much for joining us on the CFF Podcast. Today, Pastor Pablo Martinez will be bringing you a powerful message from the Word of God. Prepare your heart and get ready to receive everything that God has for you. This is your home. Good morning, how are you? Buenos días, ¿cómo están? It is so good to be with you one more time. Es increíble estar con ustedes una vez más. And as we say at CFF, welcome home. Y como nos gusta decir en Centro Familiar de Fe, bienvenido Today a casa. Today I want to share with you a part of the Bible that happens right after the resurrection of Jesus. Yo quiero compartir con ustedes una parte de la Biblia que sucede después de la resurrección de Jesucristo. Christ has just died and he now is resurrected. Cristo había muerto y había resucitado and is appearing to different people y se les aparecía a diferentes personas to his disciples to Mary Magdalene and the other women a María Magdalena y a las otras mujeres to over 500 people after that a más de 500 personas después de esto but now he's in front of these two guys while they were walking on a road pero ahora él se les aparece a dos personas que estaban caminando and I believe that God is going to do something great in our hearts would we pray together please y creo que Dios va a hacer algo maravilloso en nuestros corazones oramos juntos Let's pray that God would open up our eyes. Vamos a orar que Dios abra nuestros corazones. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. Señor, muchas gracias por tu palabra. I ask you that you speak to us, please. Y te pido que hables a nosotros, Señor. Thank you, God, because I know that there are treasures for us. Gracias, Señor, porque yo sé que hay tesoros para nosotros. Please help us understand them. Señor, ayúdanos a entender. Would you change our lives today? Cambia nuestras vidas, Señor. Help us to recognize you. Ayúdanos a reconocerte. In every situation. En cada situación. In your name we pray. En tu nombre oramos. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read Luke 24, 13 through 35. Vamos a leer Lucas 24, versículo 13 al 35. In English only, and you will see it on your screens in Spanish. Y solamente lo leeremos en inglés y aparecerá en español en la parte de abajo. And it says, Luke 24, 13, And behold, two of them were going that very day to a village named Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were prevented from, his, from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are these words that you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they stood still, looking sad. One of them, named Cleopas, answered and said to him, are you the only one without internet? I mean, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of these things which have happened in all these days? Verse 19. And he said to them, what things? And they said to him, the things about Jesus the Nazarene, who was, prophet, who was a prophet mighty indeed and word in the sight of God and all the people. And he said to them, what things? And they said to him, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is the third day since these things happened. Verse 22. But also some women among us amazed us. When they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came saying that they had also, been a, had also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Verse 24. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women also had said. But him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish men. 
and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerned himself in all the scriptures. And they approached the village where they were going, and he acted as though he were going further. But they urged him, saying, Stay with us, for it is getting towards evening, and the days now near over. So he went in, stay with them, in and stayed with them. Verse 30. When he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it, and breaking it, he began giving it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found gathered and gathered together the eleven and those who were with them, saying, the Lord has really risen and has appeared to Simon. They began to relate their experiences to the road and how he was recognized by them in the breaking of the bread. We just read about 20 passages of the Bible. And uh, honestly, I wouldn't have read them to you unless I thought it was really important. There's so much truth in these passages. First, we have to understand the context. These men were heartbroken. They were walking on this road to Emmaus. And they were just moping along. Estaban dolidos the Bible says that they were really sad in a version it says that their faces were facing downward they were downcast and I, I, when, I, when I read these words I cannot help but Think about our own times. On the, you know, what is happening? What road are we traveling? Where are we going? Let me begin by saying this. No matter which road you travel, Christ goes with you. No matter how hard a situation may be, it is always amazing to know that Christ is by our side. These two guys were not people that we know of. They were not part of the famous disciples. They were not Peter, James, John. One of them, we don't even know his name. And the other one has just a weird name. The Bible doesn't say that he did something amazing, that he raised someone from the dead, or you know that he multiplied the bread. Cleopas is not mentioned in any other part of the Bible. Cleopas no se menciona en ninguna otra parte de la Biblia. It doesn't say that he did something else. Pero nos dice que hizo algo más. But I love the fact that Jesus Christ, in this time that he was walking on earth, he spent the time with someone who was not well known. Y me encanta cómo Jesús cuando resucitó, él pasó tiempo con alguien que no era muy conocido. This tells me that to the Lord every single person is important. Esto me dice a mí que para el Señor cada persona es importante. It doesn't matter who knows you, who doesn't know you. No importa quién te conoce o quién no te conoce. The Lord knows you. El Señor te conoce. And he wants to walk with you. Y él quiere caminar contigo. He spent an entire day with them. Él 
pasó un día entero con ellos. And the word of God says that he sat with them, he ate with them, he had communion with them. Y la palabra de Dios dice que él se sentó con ellos, él comió con ellos, él tuvo comunión con ellos. Let me explain this story and I pray that God changes your heart through it. Voy a explicarte la historia y yo oro que Dios te cambie a través de More than that, I pray that God would allow our hearts to burn for him. Más allá yo oro que Dios permita que nuestros corazones se apasionen por él. If you want to give a title to this message, it's called Burning Hearts. Si tú le quieres dar un título a este mensaje es Corazones Apasionados. The Bible says that when they were walking on this road, they were sad, as I said earlier. La Biblia dice que cuando ellos caminaban, estaban caminando tristes, como ya dije anteriormente. Their Messiah, their King, their, their leader, their, I guess you can say, you know, their rabbi had just died. Su Mesías, su Rey, acababa de morir. The one who they thought was going to give them freedom from captivity, the one who was going to come and change all of society. Aquellos que aquel que ellos pensaban que él iba a cambiar toda la sociedad, que los iba a llevar de esclavitud a la libertad. To them their hope had died, not just Jesus. Para ellos no solamente Jesús había muerto, sino también su esperanza. You know, I one time read that hope is the strength for the future. Una vez yo leí que la esperanza es la fuerza para el futuro. And I will tell you hope is the strength for today as well. Y déjame decirte, la esperanza es la fuerza para el día de hoy. Something happens when you lose hope. Algo pasa, algo sucede cuando perdemos esperanza. In this man's case, their hearts had grown cold. En este, en este caso, en estos hombres, sus corazones habían, uh, habían estado enfriados. Se habían enfriado. Uh, something happens when we, when we lose hope, when we are, when we are let down, that our heart grows cold. Algo pasa cuando somos defraudados, que nuestro corazón se enfría. You know, I am, uh, I actually really appreciate sarcasm. I know some people don't. I like sarcasm. Y a mí en particular me gusta el sarcasmo. A ciertas personas no. I find it pretty funny. But there's a big difference between sarcasm and cynicism. You know, sarcasm sees something and just kind of makes it extreme and, and it's just comical. Sarcasmo ve algo y lo hace como extremo y lo hace un poco cómico. Now some people use sarcasm to hurt each other and that's not right. Hay gente que usa el sarcasmo para lastimar a otros y eso no es correcto. But when someone is cynical, there's something so negative, it, negative about it. Pero cuando alguien es cínico, hay algo negativo al respecto. No matter what they see, there's always something wrong with it. There's always something bad with it. No importa qué vean ellos, siempre hay algo mal. And that happens sometimes when you are let down, you become cynical about your family, about situations, about the economy, about the country. Y eso nos sucede a nosotros cuando tú eres defraudado te vuelves cínico con tu familia, con la economía, con el gobierno. Maybe, you know, in our relationships not going the way that you wanted and it is too easy to have our, our hearts grow cold. A lo mejor en tu relación no, es, no te está yendo como tú quieres y es muy fácil que tu corazón se enfríe. Has it ever happened to you that you have unmet expectations? ¿Te ha pasado alguna vez que tienes uh, expectaciones que no son cumplidas? And your heart begins to get cold. Y tu corazón se empieza a enfriar. Maybe you expected something from someone and that person didn't give it to you and your heart gets cold towards that person. A lo mejor tú esperabas que una persona hiciera algo por ti y esa persona no lo hizo y tu corazón se enfría. It could be in a marriage. Puede ser en el matrimonio. It could be in any area actually. O en cualquier área. But the worst area that it can happen to you is in your spiritual life. Pero la peor área que te puede pasar es en tu vida espiritual. I've run across so many people that their hearts are cold towards God. Yo me he encontrado con tanta gente que sus corazones se enfrían hacia Dios. Maybe they felt like God let them down because somebody passed away in their family, somebody that they loved. Sintieron que Dios los defraudó porque algún familiar cercano murió. Or maybe they're struggling in an area, perhaps it's finances or in their health, and they 
get so angry, they feel so let down that their hearts begin to get cold. O a lo mejor están batallando en una área finanzas o salud y se sienten defraudados y su corazón se empieza a enfriar. Maybe this is you. You have had a hard time seeing God, and it is not because you have problems with your eyes. But when your heart gets cold, it's harder to see the Lord. A lo mejor te ha pasado a ti, te cuesta ver a Dios, y no es porque tienes problemas de vista, sino porque tu corazón está frío. The Bible says in verse 16 that their eyes were prevented from seeing who Jesus was. La Biblia dice en el versículo 16 que sus ojos estaban cerrados y no podían ver quién era Jesús. The reason it wasn't, there was no problem with their eyes, the problem was with their soul. No había problema con su vista, sino con su alma. You know, the Lord wanted to address this. El Señor quería tratar esta área de sus vidas. They had lost their faith, lost their hope. Ellos habían perdido su esperanza, su fe. And I love the way Jesus deals with us. Y me encanta cómo Jesús trata con nosotros. I see so much humor in Christ. Veo tanto humor en Cristo. I see so much care and kindness. Veo tanta bondad. But I also see the Lord disciplining. Pero también veo como Jesús disciplina. He's a perfect father. Él es un Dios perfecto. It's amazing. Perfecto. It's amazing how God begins to ask these guys, "Hey, why are you guys so sad?" Y es maravilloso como Jesús les empieza a preguntar, "Hey, ¿por qué están tristes?" And these guys look at Jesus like, "Are you the only one that doesn't know what's happening?" Y ellos ven al uno al otro y a Jesús y le dicen, "Eres el único que no sabe qué está pasando." It's the equivalent of somebody asking you, so why is everybody staying at home so much? Or why are people wearing masks outside? What would you tell them? Don't you have TV? Don't you have internet? No tienes televisión, internet? Are you some kind of hermit? Eres un ermitaño. Right? This is what's happening. This this is like an event that everybody had seen, everybody had talked about. Esto es lo que estaba pasando, un evento que todos habían visto y que todos estaban hablando al respecto. And Jesus is pretending that he doesn't know. Y Jesús pretende que no sabe. Now get this, the almighty, all-knowing, all-present God. Entiende esto, el Dios omnipresente, el que sabe todo. Is pretending that he doesn't know. Pretende que no sabe. Isn't that weird? Es raro, ¿cierto? That the all-knowing God would ask us something? Que el Dios que sabe todo nos pregunte algo? He does that for a reason. Él lo hace por una razón. See, Jesus doesn't want to just give you answers and throw these answers at you. Jesús no solamente quiere darte todas las respuestas. Jesus wants to have communion with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to hear your heart. Él quiere tener comunión contigo, quiere hablar contigo, quiere escuchar tu corazón. Hey man, have you ever talked to somebody about an issue and all you hear is them talking to you? ¿Has hablado con alguien acerca de un problema y el único que escuchas él son las palabras de esa persona men men take notes for just a second hombres tomen notas por un segundo now, por favor. I don't know much about much but I know this one thing yo no sé mucho de todo pero sé algo al respecto sometimes your wife doesn't want to listen to your answers all she wants is for you to sit there and look cute and listen why are you laughing? He's been he's recently married. It's that simple. Ladies, tell me if it's not true. Sometimes you don't want to hear 10,000 answers or, or immediate solution. You want somebody to understand, to hear you, to listen. A veces tú no quieres escuchar respuestas o soluciones inmediatas. Solamente quieres tener alguien que pueda because to be loved is to be understood. Porque para ser amado es que te entiendan también. See, sometimes God wants to hear us. A veces, a veces Dios quiere escucharnos. He has a solution. Él tiene la solución. But he wants us to open up our hearts to him. Pero él quiere que abramos nuestros corazones And a so él. he asks them what happened. Entonces él les pregunta qué pasa. And as these guys begin to let it out. 
y ellos empiezan a ventilar. They begin to tell them all their sadness. Empiezan a decirle toda su tristeza. I love the fact that when Jesus hears them, y me encanta el hecho de que cuando Jesús los escucha, he doesn't just baby them. No simplemente los apapacha. He doesn't treat them like like little babies. No los trata solamente como bebe, bebecitos. You would think that when he listens to these people's sadness, he will be like, "Oh, it's okay, guys. It's going to be all right." A ti te gustaría que a lo mejor cuando a Jesús te escuche te diga, "Oh, está bien, no te preocupes." And sometimes you and I think that's what we need to hear. Y a veces pensamos que eso es lo que tenemos que escuchar. When we feel hopeless, when we feel like there's no faith cuando, left in us. Cuando sentimos que ya no tenemos fe o esperanza. Sometimes we think that the best thing we could do for someone is tell them everything's going to be okay. A veces pensamos que lo Mejor es decirle todo va a estar bien. And Jesus doesn't do that. Y Jesús no hace esto. He instead disciplines them. Él en vez los disciplina. Now that sounds really insensitive. Y suena un poco oh, insensible. He rebukes them. Él los reprende. He disciplines them. Él los disciplina. Now there's a difference between discipline and punishment. Y hay una gran diferencia entre disciplina y castigo. Now parents, listen up. There's a huge difference between punishing your children and disciplining your children. Padres, escuchen. Hay una gran diferencia entre disciplinar y castigar. The word discipline comes from the root word disciplina or discipulos. La palabra disciplinar viene de la palabra latina disciplina o discipulos, discipulos, which means to teach, learning, or instruction. Que significa enseñar o instruir. Or disciple and pupil. O discipular o pupilar. To discipline it means to teach. Disciplinar significa enseñar. To teach is to explain. Enseñar significa explicar. When you discipline someone, they must know why they're being disciplined. They must know what is actually happening. Cuando tú disciplinas a alguien, ellos tienen que entender por qué, qué está pasando. See, discipline focuses on a behavior that needs to change for the future. Disciplina se enfoca en, un, en, en el comportamiento que tiene que cambiar para el futuro. So you're trying to help them modify something in order for their future to be better. Entonces quieres modificar algo para que su futuro sea mejor. But punishment is simply the inflicting of pain for past behaviors. Pero castigar significa uh, mostrar dolor o influir dolor por un comportamiento del pasado. Let me put it like this. Lo voy a poner de esta manera. God never punishes you. Dios nunca te castiga. Hey, God never will punish you. Dios jamás te va a castigar. He will discipline you. Él te disciplinará. He will teach you, he will show you, he will grow you. Él te enseñará, te mostrará, te ayudará a crecer. But he doesn't want to punish you. Pero él no quiere castigarte. He doesn't want to just inflict pain because of what you've done. Él no quiere nada más Dolor por lo que has There hecho. is no purpose to a loving father to do that to a son that he cares about. No hay un, no hay propósito para que un padre amoroso haga eso con su hijo. No one who loves someone else takes joy in seeing their suffering. Nadie que ame a, lo, a otra persona se goza en el dolor de alguien. But instead, if you love someone, you will teach them, you will help them to not have to go down that road again. Pero si tú amas a alguien, le, le enseñarás, le mostrarás para que no vuelva a cometer el mismo error. And this error. is exactly what Jesus is doing. Y esto es exactamente lo que Jesús he doesn't haciendo. want them ever to walk down the road of Emmaus again. Ellos no quieren que vuelvan a caminar de esta manera. And when I mean the road of Emmaus, it doesn't mean that actual road. It means the road of sadness, the road of despair, the road of hopelessness. Y cuando digo el camino hacia Emmaus o caminar de esta manera significa caminar con tristeza, con decepción, con dolor. These guys felt 
so let down they felt so sad estas personas sintieron tan tristes and instead of Jesus saying it's going to be okay y en vez de que Jesús les dijera va a estar todo bien he begins to teach them the entire Old Testament él es, Jesús les empieza a recitar todo el Antiguo Testamento loud, did you hear what I just said the entire Old Testament escuchaste lo que dije el Antiguo Testamento entero the Bible says that he began to tell them who he was within the Old Testament la Biblia dice que él les empezó a decir quién era él dentro del contexto del Viejo Testamento. So it says here in verse 24, "Oh foolish man and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into the glory? Then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scripture." Versículo 25, "Qué torpes son ustedes", les dijo, "y qué tardados de corazón para creer todo lo que han dicho los profetas." ¿Acaso no tenía que sufrir el Cristo estas cosas antes de entrar en su gloria? Versículo 27 Entonces comenzando por Moisés y por todos los profetas les explicó lo que, él se, lo que se refería a él en todas las escrituras This is wild. Esto es sorprendente he sees these two people suffering. Él ve a estas dos personas sufrir And he makes sure y él se asegura that they understand who he really is. Que ellos entiendan quién es Jesús so many people Mucha gente misunderstand God no entienden a Dios and they say I've lost my faith y ellos dicen yo perdí mi fe or many of you say man I have a hard time believing these things o muchos de ustedes dicen me cuesta creer esto and I would just encourage you to get to know Christ y te quiero motivar a que conozcas a Cristo as who he is por quien es él not as who you want him to be no quien quieres que él sea or you expect him to be o quien esperas que él sea who he is pero sino quien es él he will exceed your expectations él superará tus expectaciones he will surpass your wants él superará tus deseos and he will fulfill your needs y él satisfacerá tus necesidades listen Jesus Christ escucha Jesucristo was not who they thought he was no era quien ellos pensaban que era they thought he was going to be some ruling king that will bring an army and will rise against the empire ellos pensaban and yet they saw him crucified who Jesus was was much different what they expected but it was much better for them he was not just a king he was a savior he's the king of kings let me put it like this I read something a while ago and it just really blessed my heart that it explain who Jesus was and I would like to read it to you I'm going to read it first in English and then Chris will follow in Spanish it says in medicine he cured the sick and the blind without administering a single close a single dose of drugs in economics he disproved the law of diminishing returns by feeding 5,000 men with two fishes and two loaves of bread in physics he disproved the law of gravity when he ascended into heaven in biology he was born without the normal conception in chemistry he turned water into wine in government he said that he shall be called wonderful counselor prince of peace in religion no one comes to the father except through him in history he is the beginning and the end he had no servants yet they called him master he had no degree yet they called him teacher he had no medicine yet they called him healer he had no army yet kings feared him he won no military battles yet he conquered
conquered the world. He committed no crime, yet they crucified him. He was buried in the tomb, yet he lives again. So who is he? He is Jesus of Nazareth, the greatest man in history. En medicina, él curó a los enfermos, sanó al ciego sin administrar una sola dosis de droga. En economía, él desafió la ley de la disminución, alimentando a cinco mil hombres con dos pescados Amen. y cinco panes. En física, él desafió la ley de la gravedad cuando ascendió al cielo. En biología, él nació sin la concepción habitual. En química, él convirtió el agua en vino. En el gobierno, él dijo que debería ser llamado admirable, consolador, príncipe de paz. Yeah. En religión, él dijo, nadie viene al Padre si no es por mí. En historia, él es el principio y el fin. Él no tuvo ningún sirviente y aún así lo llamaban amo. Él no tuvo ningún título y aún así lo llaman maestro. Él no tiene medicinas y lo llaman sanador. Él no tiene ningún arma y aún así lo, los reyes le temen. Él no ganó ninguna batalla militar y aún así él conquistó el mundo. Él no cometió ningún crimen y aún así lo crucificaron. A él lo, a, lo enterraron en una tumba y aún así él vive hoy. ¿Quién es él? Él es Jesús de Nazaret, el hombre más grande de la historia. Amén. This is Jesus. Este es Jesús. I am asking you, do you actually know him? Y te pregunto, ¿realmente conoces a Jesús? Or do you only know what you expect of him? O solamente conoces lo que tú esperas de él. Listen, these guys were heartbroken. Escucha, estos hombres estaban quebrantados. They were hard, cold-hearted. Estaban dolidos con el corazón helado. But the Bible says Pero la Biblia dice that they themselves said to one another in verse 32 que ellos se decían el uno al otro en el versículo 32 were our hearts not burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road while he was explaining the scriptures to us. No ardía nuestro corazón mientras conversaba con nosotros en el camino y nos explicaba las escrituras. I know how to have a heart burning. Yo sé cómo tener un corazón apasionado. I know how to have a burning heart. Yo sé cómo tener un corazón apasionado. And it is by knowing Jesus. Y es sabiendo y conociendo a Jesús. Listen, before I sound way too religious for you, let me say something. Y escucha antes de que suene religioso para ti, déjame decirte algo. Have you ever have Have you ever gotten a word from God? Has recibido una palabra de Dios. I mean like a word from God. Una palabra de parte de Dios. If you never had a word, then you're going to you're going to think I'm nuts when I explain this. Si nunca has recibido It's like this. Anything can be happening in your life. You can be hurting. You can be struggling. But you read one word from God. Todo puede estar mal en tu vida y cuando lees una palabra de parte de Dios. Everything changes. Todo cambia. All of a sudden the struggle de repente la batalla becomes a workout. Se vuelve ejercitarse nada más. Whenever you're in a, in a big cloud, you feel like man everything is dark and you get one word from God. Cuando sientes que estás en tinieblas y que todo está oscuro y recibes nah. una palabra de Dios. It's like the heavens part open. It's like The traffic moves out of the way for you. If you ever got a word, Chris, it's like, like this. You know, you read that word a hundred times. I know it's happened to you before. You know, where, where you get a word and you go maybe to Doris or, hey man, I got a word. Check this out. Look at it. And maybe Doris or whoever you go with, yeah, yeah, I already read it. Yeah, or because they're conscious, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, explain it. Oh, porque son buenos, te dicen, a ver, explícalo. Well, you're like, look, look, for God so loved the world Pero that dices, he gave. Por tanto Dios amó al mundo que él dio. And, you're, and they're like, yeah, yeah, that he gave his one only son for whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Y, dice, y de hecho lo terminan. Sí, dio a su único hijo para que todo aquel que en él crea sea salvo y no se pierda. And then you're like, no, 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 wait, wait. For God so loved the world. Y tú dices, no, no, no. 
de tal manera amó Dios al mundo. And they're like, I know that. And, and you're like, no, sí, you don't get sé. it. Y dices, no, no Your heart begins to burn within you. Tu se a de Maybe ti. a relationship is going through a tough time. But you got a word from God. Pero una de parte de Dios. It's like, okay, I know it's tough. Y dices, sé que está ahorita, but I got a word. Pero tengo una I have a word. Tengo una Let me ask you, when was the last time you got a word? And by a word, I don't mean like, yeah, I skimmed through the Bible. I mean, God spoke to you. There is a huge difference between reading the Bible and the Bible reading you. That the Bible would tell you what is going on in your life and speak to you light in the midst of your darkness. This is what God wants to do. When their hearts were cold, He explained to them the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of God. Right? It comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. But sometimes we feel like faith will come through talking to people. And that is okay. But it's even better if they speak to you the word of God. I cannot tell you how many times I sat with marriages that seemed like they were over, like it was dead. No puedo contarte todos los matrimonios con los, con los cuales yo me he sentado que parecían que ya no podían más. They have gone through psychologists, they have gone through so much counseling. Habían pasado por psicólogos, por consejería. They had all the knowledge, but they had no word. Tenían todo el conocimiento, pero no tenían la palabra. You may have the knowledge of the Bible, you you know. Man, but if you don't have a word, you have nothing. See, because no nada. a word from God, just one word from God, it's enough to change everything about you. One word from God can change your entire life. Have you actually understood? the word of God who he really is so Jesus reveals himself to them and their hearts begin to burn the Bible says that they, they, they said to one another were our hearts not burning within us while we were walking on the road and he was explaining the scriptures to us look you want proof that Jesus is alive do you want proof that Christ walked this earth after he was crucified? There's so much proof. But one of the biggest proofs I have ever found is this. Only the resurrection, only the resurrection could turn cowards into martyrs. Puede convertir en cobardes en mártires. Only the true resurrection of Jesus. Solamente la verdadera resurrección de Cristo. Can in three days. Puede en tres días. Change the hearts of men that were broken, discouraged, and hopeless. Cambiar los corazones de hombres que estaban decepcionados, que estaban tristes, que estaban sin esperanza. People like Peter that were just completely let down to the point where he went back to his old trade. Gente como Pedro que después de todo esto he was now willing to die for Jesus all of these 12 well the 11 and then plus Matthias all of these people they were willing to die for Christ hey listen to what I'm about to say who would die for a lie 
¿Quién moriría? What kind of fool would actually die for a lie? Por una mentira. Now, I mean, I know, no, okay, okay. So, if you die for a lie, if you don't know it's a lie, well, I understand that. Tú mueres por una mentira si no entiendes que es mentira. Right, you may die for a lie if you don't know if it's a lie. Puedes que mueras por una mentira si no sabes que es mentira. But who would die for a lie knowing that it's a lie? Pero ¿quién moriría por una mentira sabiendo que es una mentira? We're not talking about just one crazy person. We're talking about so many other disciples, people who had a, a real character. No te estoy hablando solamente de una persona, sino de personas que tenían un carácter verdadero. We're talking about Luke the doctor. Estamos hablando de Lucas el doctor. We're talking about a well-educated man who was a tax collector. We're talking about people who people knew of. Estamos hablando de una persona educada que era un colectador de impuestos, personas que la gente hablaban de ellos. These were men that were so discouraged. Estos eran hombres que estaban desmotivados. They said, forget this, we're not even going to his death, to Dijeron, his burial. Olvídense al respecto, ni siquiera vamos a ir a su funeral. And now, y ahora, just a couple days later, just a few days later, después, they were willing to die for Jesus. Estaban dispuestos a morir por Jesús. Listen to this, Escucha esto. 33 AD, 33 después de Cristo, Jesus commanded them to speak the gospel, to go throughout the world. Jesús les comanda hablar, a extender el Evangelio. 34 AD, Stephen stoned to death. Uh, 34 después de Cristo, Esteban es apedreado a muerte. 44 AD, James, the greater brother of John, is beheaded. Ah, 44 después de Cristo, Santiago, el hermano mayor de Juan, es decapitado. 50 AD, Matthew killed by sword. 50 después de Cristo, Mateo es asesinado con espada. 61 AD, Barnabas stoned to death. 61 después de Cristo, Barnabas apedreado a muerte. 63 AD, James the lesser thrown from the temple, stoned and clubbed to death. 63 veces Santiago, el, el menor es echado de la cima de un templo, apedreado y apaleado. apaleado. 40, 64, Peter crucified upside down. 65, Simon hacked to death 65 AD Bartholomew skinned alive and beheaded 67 AD Paul beheaded 68 AD Mark dragged through the streets 69 AD Andrew crucified 70 AD Thomas speared to death 70 AD Jude shot with arrows 80 AD Matthias stoned and beheaded 84 AD Philip's crucified 84 AD listen Luke is also crucified on an olive tree 100 AD John the Baptist John the last disciple survives boiling oil and then is exiled. 64 después de Cristo Pedro es crucificado boca abajo, 65 veces Simón es apuñalado a muerte, 65 veces Bartolomeo es despe despellejado vivo y decapitado, 67 después de Cristo Pablo es decapitado, 68 veces el cuerpo de Marcos es arrastrado por las calles, 69 veces Andrés es crucificado, 70 veces Tomás muere a punta de lanza, 70 veces Judas muere a punta de flecha, 80 veces Matías es apedreado y decapitado, 84 Felipe es crucificado 84 veces Lucas es crucificado en un árbol de olivo 100 después de Cristo Juan el último de los discípulos en vida sobrevive aceite hirviendo y es desterrado for 70 years Por 70 años, these men preached the gospel estos hombres predicaron el evangelio. they were tortured Fueron torturados. they were beaten they were treated in horrible ways Fueron tratados de maneras horribles. and not one of them y ninguno de ellos, not one ninguno de ellos, denied their faith negó su fe. if Christ were not resurrected si Cristo no hubiera resucitado, if they had not seen him si ellos no lo hubieran visto, if they had not touched his wounds si ellos no hubieran tocado sus heridas, they would not have done this no hubieran hecho esto. only a fool dies for a lie Solamente un tonto muere por una mentira. but these men Pero estos hombres, they died for Christ murieron por Cristo. for the truth por la verdad, and this is it y esta es esta. he loves you Él te ama. he died for you Él murió por ti. and he resurrected for you y Él resucitó por ti. 
this story ends in such a powerful way Jesus is no longer physically with them the Bible says that he left but their hearts remained burning so much so that instead of going to Emmaus and ending at Emmaus they went back to Jerusalem because they knew that others were just as discouraged as they used to be and they wanted to share the burn on their hearts they knew that if they could just get other people to see who Christ really was their hearts would also burn for him my prayer today is this that you start seeing Jesus as who he really is he's not just a spiritual ATM he's the Lord he's the King of Kings he's a Savior he's my Savior he's my lover he's my friend he's there with you in any road that you travel in any condition your heart is in I pray that God teaches you who he is I would like to pray for you if you want to know Christ I don't mean want to know about him I know about Trump but I don't know the guy I know some people are happy about the, the sugar daddy check <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know some people are really happy you know they see the check they see the thing signed but we don't know Trump I mean you know about the president you might have seen the Netflix special on him but do you know him? some of you know about us but we don't yet know each other I want you to know Christ not just receive his benefits or just to know about him information but when you know him you receive transformation let me pray for you guys that you would know Christ dear God I thank you so much for your love and for your grace I ask you right now if someone here that is listening to my voice doesn't yet truly know you God perhaps like these disciples the people listening to me have heard of you have even seen you do things Lord just like these disciples they saw you work they saw you doing so much they walked with you yet they didn't truly know you God I ask you now that you will reveal yourself to anyone who wants to actually know you open up their hearts open up their understanding your word says draw near to me and I will draw near to you we draw near to you this morning we ask you show us who you are we need you Lord would you tell them Jesus Christ come on tell them Jesus Christ I ask you to open up my eyes open up my heart let me understand your word let me understand who you are I want to know you and better yet I want to be fully known by you let your word speak to me God I want to change I want to know you more in your name I pray Amen, Amen.
before we say goodbye y antes de despedirnos, I remembered uh, this one film I watched a long time ago it was Mahatma Gandhi's film Era la película de Gandhi. it was uh, 1982 when it was produced Fue producida en 1982. and uh, the actor that played it his name was uh, Ben Kingsley y el actor que, uh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Now Ben Kingsley uh, began to get to know the character of Gandhi. Ben empezó a conocer el carácter de Gandhi. He began to walk in the towns where he would walk. Él caminó en los pueblos donde Gandhi caminó. To speak, uh, you know, uh, in places where Gandhi would speak. Hablar en lugares donde Gandhi habló. The story says that the history tells us that he actually learned uh, to use the cotton wheel to, you know, to make clothing. And, and, and he would talk with people. It was like this wooden wheel and he would talk to the people while he was doing it. Y la, y la Just like Gandhi did. Que él aprendió a usar la rueda de hilo y hacer uh, ropa y hablar con la gente así como Gandhi lo hizo. And, uh, you know, as he got really into this role, one day he, he was in South Delhi. Y mientras se metió tanto en este carácter, un día estaba en, en, en el sur de Delhi. En el sur de Delhi. And he got off a car. Y él se bajó de un carro. And dude, this guy looks so much like Gandhi. If you look him up, he looks really, really like him. Y él realmente se ve como Gandhi. And one, this, this one old man, when he saw him get off the car, he knelt and grabbed his feet. Y cuando se bajó del carro, un anciano se acercó, se arrodilló y le agarró los pies. And he said, you know, the, 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 the you know, Kingsley felt so embarrassed. He said, "No, no, you know, I am not Gandhi. I'm merely an actor." And this old man said, "I know, I know. He's not alive anymore." He said, "But I know that through you, he will surely live again." Does that make sense? As you tell his story, as you tell who he is, people will know him. This man understood something that we as believers must have. Que como creyentes debemos de tener I love algo. sharing Jesus y a mí me encanta compartir a I love Jesus. sharing Christ me encanta compartir and de I pray that through you y yo lo que a través de just ti, like through these two guys went back to Jerusalem and told of Christ así como estos dos personas regresaron a Jerusalén y compartieron de Cristo you too can also share the love of Jesus que tú también puedas compartir el amor de and Jesús and through you he would also live in me y a través de ti muchos conocerán a Jesús God bless you guys we will see you next week Dios los bendiga y nos vemos la próxima semana stay safe manténganse salvos